The Productive Woman, Episode 401. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, thank you for joining me. This week, we're going to talk about some ways productive women and productive men can make a difference in the world. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 401. So in the productive woman community, we often talk about making a life that matters and what that means for each of us. To me, part of a life that matters, a, a meaningfully productive life, is about doing good in the world, about contributing in some way to the well-being of other people besides myself. Former U.S. First Lady Michelle Obama is quoted as saying, success isn't about how much money you make, it's about the difference you make in people's lives. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Specifically, I've, I've been thinking about how easy it is for me to become so focused on my own life, my own little world, that I neglect to do anything to help those outside my four walls, to make a difference in the world beyond just, you know, my career and, and my home. I recently read an article that said, as humans, we yearn to make a difference, to leave our mark. And most of us know helping better others' lives has positive impacts on our own, making us happier, more balanced, and instilling a greater sense of purpose in the everyday. But it can be easy to get bogged down in the daily grind and miss the benefits to ourselves and our communities that getting involved can provide. And uh, that really spoke to me. I mean, that has been my experience. It can be so easy to just get bogged down in the day-to-day, doing our job, keeping our homes, doing, you know, all the day-to-day stuff, and lose track of the opportunities to make the world a better place. So what does it take to make a difference in the world? Do we need a big platform, tons of resources, and lots of influence in a big arena? I don't think so. I think if it did, if that's what it required to make a difference in the world, that would exclude most of us. Now, some of us can make a more visible difference at the state, national, or even global level, But I believe all of us can make a difference in the world by taking action in small ways and in small environments, at home, at our workplace, in our local community. And I think it's important that we do that. I think that is a a key component of a truly productive life. On the other hand, there are so many issues facing the world. There There is so much suffering and there is so much fear There's so much going on that that causes us to be afraid or angry or whatever. And sometimes it seems like all we do is argue about all these things and point fingers at each other, blaming other people, and yet nothing changes. The truth is, as we see these things happening, as we see injustices in the world or, or suffering or whatever, things that we don't agree with or approve of, 
if it really matters, we'll do something about it. If we really want the world to be a better place, we will take action in some way. It often seems like everybody's waiting for somebody else to fix the problems. But like I talked about in episode 396 recently, which is, that's where I talked about a a manifesto for a life that matters. I don't believe looking outward is the answer. As I said in that episode, my job in life isn't to make other people do good in the world. It's to do good myself. And I can hope, of course, that if I do good, I can start some momentum or set an example that will inspire somebody else to do good as well. I can't control what other people do, though. I can't make anybody else do better, but I can choose to do better myself. I think of a quote that I saw recently on a friend's Facebook post that said, I found that if I pray for God to move a mountain, I must be prepared to wake up next to a shovel. And and there's a lot of truth in that sort of humorous statement. If we see something in the world that needs to be changed, maybe we're the ones who need to take action to change it. As I mentioned a minute ago, a lot of things have happened in the past few years that have generated uh, around the world sort of this global sense of fear and anger among many of us. And anger can be a catalyst for action, but I don't think that acting or speaking out of anger accomplishes very much. Yelling at people won't change them (laughs) most of the time. Certainly, I I know that if somebody's yelling at me or criticizing me, it's hard for me to want to change in response. Relationships can make a difference there. But instead of acting out of anger, I think it's better to manage our own thinking and act out of a true perspective of caring for the good of other people and the world at large. So what's the best way to make a difference? If if yelling at people and if getting angry isn't enough, what can we do? I think the best way to make a difference in the world is to somehow get personally involved. Changing the world, making it better, requires each of us to be willing to give something of ourselves, some of our time, some of our money, some of our talents or skills, certainly some of our attention. What that looks like will be different for each of us. It depends on the stage of life we're in, our economic resources, and many other things. If we have young children at home, maybe we have less time and energy available to do some of the things that our our sisters who have um, who who don't have children or who are at a different stage of their life. Like for me, my kids are grown and gone. And so I have an ability now to do good in the world in ways that would have been harder for me to do when I was younger. But no matter what our situation might be, there's always something we can do to make a difference in the world. I think of a situation that happened to us many, many years ago uh, when we were pretty newly married. Uh, My husband was working for a ministry and traveling often, so I was home alone. Uh, We were 21 years old. Our first child was an infant, and we had very, very little money. 
so we we actually for a period of time there received some public assistance. I think we we received um, supplements from the WIC program that uh, many of you in the United States will be aware of. WIC stands for Women, Infants, and Children, and it's a program that provides certain food resources to w- pregnant women, uh, infants, and children. So anyway. Uh, the point is we had very little money, very little resources, and my husband was traveling a lot with this ministry that he he worked for. And one time during this period, I was at the county social services office for an appointment for something. I don't even remember what it was for at the time. And in the waiting room, I happened to sit next to a young woman who was there with her baby. And this infant was clearly only a few months old and was shockingly thin and lethargic and kind of grayish looking. Uh, To my then very young perspective, he looked malnourished and really not doing well. And I sat there wondering what to do uh, and, and then just started talking to her. And I learned that she was a teen mom whose family had abandoned her when she decided to keep her baby. So she was on her own. Um, and the more we talked, the more clear it became to me that she loved her baby very much, but was completely uninformed about how to care for him. And a lot of things happened as a result, but the, to make a, a long story sh- shorter, I offered her a ride home. I didn't know what to do, but I wanted to do something to help her and this baby who, to, to my mind, looked uh, on the verge of starvation. So I offered her a ride home and then invited her to dinner with me at our little apartment. I ended up sort of taking her under my wing, talking with her, building a relationship with her, and introduced her to some older moms in our church. And together, we helped her learn better how to care for her child. And within a pretty short period of time, he was healthy and thriving and had put on weight and and. Uh, you know, it was a very rewarding time, and I won't go into any more details, but the the point isn't that I did this wonderful thing. That's not why I share this. The point is that although I had no money and very few resources other than, uh, you know, supportive women from our church, I made a decision, a choice at that moment to do something and help this person who had even fewer resources than I did because she had no one to help her other than, you know, state agencies. The point here, I guess, is, again, no matter what our situation might be, there's always something we can do to make a difference in, even if it's just in one life. It doesn't have to be a big action on a big stage to make a difference in the world. We can make a difference in the world by taking small positive actions on a very one-on-one level. We can make a difference in the world by being kind to the people we live with, to our, our spouse, our children, our roommates, our parents, whoever it is that's in our home, simply being kind, making that choice to be kind to those people that we're closest to can make a big difference over time in the world. So can helping one individual person in need in whatever small way you're able to do, giving someone a ride or you know, offering them a meal, whatever. Words or actions directed to one very sad or lonely or angry person can make a difference and can have a ripple effect out into the world. I think of, of 
kids who or people who have taken heinous actions in the world in recent months out of who knows what motivation, but you wonder if someone in their life had maybe noticed their pain or whatever was wrong in their, their life or their situation and had reached out to them with kind words or kind actions, could it have made a difference? I don't know, but I know that, that we can often make a difference with just our small actions, our kind words. So what are some of the things we can do to make a difference? This was something I've been thinking about for the last week. And I actually, you know, I started making a list of, okay, if I want to sort of step out of my little bubble and make a a difference, uh, do something for the benefit of other people and, and make a difference in the world, what are some of the things I can do? And I started brainstorming, um, just whatever I could come up with. And then I went out to, to start researching other ideas. And so here are some of the things that I came up with, uh, that I, I kind of commend to you for consideration. If you're looking for a way to, to make a difference, here are some ideas of things that we each can do in to one degree or another. An obvious one is to give money. We can make a difference in the world by donating money in one way or another. We can donate it to a cause or an organization that that we believe in. We can give money to an individual in need. Uh, We can, you know, give money to support someone else in their activity. For instance, uh, giving money to a teacher for use in buying supplies for her classroom, maybe a gift card from Amazon or a local uh, teacher or art supply store. Those are some, you know, the things that came to mind to me in ways that we can, if, if we have money that we can donate, that's a way to do it. Donate to a, a, a shelter or some other kind of organization that supports a cause or takes action that you you believe in. And I think giving money is a kind of a basic way to contribute to the world, but there are other more um, uh, personal and active ways, uh, things that we can do. Uh, we can write letters to make a difference. We can write letters to elected officials, for instance. Uh, a friend of mine or, or an acquaintance uh, from uh, in a city far away brought an issue to my attention and the attention of other people recently about an action that a local school board was considering taking. And several of us who couldn't be there to speak to the school board in person sent letters to or just an email to the school board and the superintendent. And I think it made a difference um, to any elected official. If the the national or state or local elected officials are taking action or considering action that you have an opinion on, write a letter to them, get it out there, and make your voice heard. We can write letters to people who are shut in or isolated due to illness or age. Uh, just a word of encouragement or a, a greeting card or something like that can make a difference for that person. Uh, We can help by writing letters to deployed military personnel. Uh, 
there there are organizations that kind of coordinate that or or help us help people f- connect with uh, someone to be a sort of military pen pal with um, for ideas of how to do that. There's a, a website or a, a post called Eight Websites Where You Can Write to Soldiers, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes if that's something you're interested in. Uh, we can write letters to uh, people who are who are in jail or in prison. And I've got several articles that that talk about how to do this in a safe and helpful way, and I'll link to those in the show notes as well. We can write thank you notes to teachers or to first responders. Um, one of the one of the organizations that helps with um, military personnel and other things is a, a group called Operation Gratitude, and it offers a way to send letters to military personnel like new recruits, wounded warriors, and deployed servicemen and women, and also to first responders. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. So writing letters is something that any of us can do, no matter how limited our financial resources are. Uh, We can spend a few minutes each week writing a letter to someone that can maybe make a difference either in that person's life or in public policy, maybe. Another way we can make a difference is to volunteer. And there are lots of of articles that talk about how volunteering is good for us as as a person, but it also can make a difference in the lives of the people served by the organization that we volunteer with or to the organization itself, and and therefore in the world at large. So we can volunteer at places like maybe a local school. We can volunteer to tutor a student who needs help, or to read to kids in the younger grades, or to be a teacher aide, or help out in the office or in the library. Um, Most hospitals have volunteer opportunities where you can go and and make a difference in the lives of of the patients and the staff at the hospital. Uh, shelters are in most com- most communities have shelters for the homeless or for domestic abuse victims, for refugees or or even shelters for pets. And there are always volunteer opportunities there where you can make a difference in those lives. Volunteer for a political campaign if you want to make change at the sort of legislative or or executive level in your state or in your country, uh, find a candidate who you can support and volunteer for their campaign. Um, Volunteer for an organization that serves a cause or a constituency that you care about. There are organizations for almost any important cause and organizations serving all sorts of groups of people who have needs. So whether it's an environmental organization or, or a social cause that you care about, find one and offer your time and service in volunteering for that organization. I think of things like Habitat for Humanity, for example. Maybe volunteer at your local library to help out there, maybe helping children learn to read there or at a food bank. There are countless ways uh, that you can help out and make a difference by volunteering your time and your skills and uh, consider doing something like that. We can make a difference by visiting certain people or certain places. For instance, uh, seniors who live in assisted living centers or nursing homes um, sometimes their families are far away or 
or not involved. And you can make a difference there by going and spending time with them. You can call the, the, uh, the management of the f- center and find out what volunteer opportunities are there, what, what uh, opportunities are there simply to come by and spend time visiting with the, the residents there. My husband, Mike, has from time to time reached out to activities directors at assisted living facilities. Um, most of them have an activities director that kind of coordinates activities for the residents. And Mike has contacted them at, at various of these facilities and offered to come and play music for the residents. Mike's a very gifted musician. He plays various instruments and he has gone at different times and just um, set up in the common area of the facility and played the piano or his his fiddle or uh, different things. He took our, our one of our sons with him at least once uh, who played his guitar or played his trumpet and they'd play whether it was Christmas music at the holidays or music from the era of the, you know, that would have been popular during the time when these residents were young people. And that's a a very rewarding thing for him to do, but the residents certainly enjoyed having him share his gifts that way. You can visit um, hospitals sometimes. We talked about volunteer opportunities, but in addition, you could check in to whether it's possible to go and visit patients who are there for long periods of time, uh, maybe the pediatric unit, for instance. Uh, visit shelters to to build relationships with and encourage the, the people who are served by those shelters. Or just visit a lonely neighbor down the street or in the apartment next door. But finding ways to just spend time with people who maybe are lonely and could use a, a friend. We can make a difference by sharing our talents and our skills. And if you are thinking, well, I don't have any talents or skills, I beg to differ. You do have some. What One thing I've learned over the course of my life is that the things that you know or know how to do might seem very basic to you, like something everybody knows this or knows how to do this, but that is a mistaken idea. Whatever it is you know or know how to do, there are plenty of people who don't know the things you know and would appreciate... Um, learning from you. Uh, So you can share your talents and your skills in any number of ways. If you're a crafter, for instance, you enjoy crafting, whether it's sewing or knitting or any kind of crafting, create something beautiful to give to hospital patients or nursing home residents to brighten up their day. If you have business skills, consider mentoring a young entrepreneur or the, the new employee in the next cubicle. Share what you know with them. If you have parenting skills, consider mentoring a new mom, finding, you know, building a relationship with a new mom who maybe her parents are far away and she doesn't have anyone to sort of help her navigate the challenges of motherhood. I know personally as a young wife and mother, I benefited in so many ways from older women who came alongside me and simply shared what they knew about parenting, about homemaking, 
you know, various things. One woman taught me how to sew by simply having me bring my sewing machine over and, and she'd sew with me. I'd, I'd be making something, she'd be making something. And when there was some, some piece of it, I didn't know how to do, she'd stop what she was doing and show me how to do it. Uh, it, it made a huge difference in my life. And these weren't women who, you know, noticed I was screwing up and corrected me. They simply built relationships with me and would answer my questions when I asked them. And and you can do that too. Look for someone, whether it's in your church or in your neighborhood, um, that maybe you could build a relationship with and help as they're learning how to parent or whatever it is. Uh, you can share your talents and skills in lots of other ways. Start a podcast or a YouTube channel where you can share what you know with others in the world and make their their life and, and by extension, the world a, a little bit better. You can write an article or a book or a blog post or a song and put it out into the world to encourage or enlighten or educate other people. Use what you know how to do to share with other people in whatever ways you can think of and make their lives better as well. We can certainly make the world a better place. We can make a difference in the world by simply opening our home and our heart to other people. And the things that come to mind here they're myriad, I guess. Foster parenting is the first thing that I that comes to mind for me. And it may be partly because of my own background and some of the things I experienced in my life, but I'm very aware there are lots of kids in the world who need someone to to make a safe and loving home for them, whether it's temporarily or permanently. And uh, foster parenting is a great way to do that. You don't have to have a lot of money or a big house to do that. Uh, you could do it on a very, you know, whatever basis works for you. There is a process, obviously, to getting licensed to do this. But for a, a year or two, when our two oldest kids were very, very young, Mike and I uh, served as a foster home for uh, very young kids. And we had various kids come through our home uh, for different periods of time that we would, you know, they, for for reasons obviously completely beyond their control, they couldn't stay home with their parents. And we provided a safe and loving place for them for that period of time. We didn't have a lot of money then. We didn't have a big house, but we had room in our homes and in our hearts for these kids who needed a safe place to land. And that's something you might want to consider doing. And you can do that even as, um, you know, whether you have kids at home or don't. Uh, consider foster parenting. Uh, consider adoption. Uh, I haven't talked about this, but this is something Mike and I are in the process of getting licensed to do, to adopt. In our case, we're looking to adopt a teenager, possibly two teenagers, from the state foster care system. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of kids who are in the foster care system who cannot be reunited with their parents for various reasons and who need a home and a family that will love and support them as they, you know, cont continue with their education and on into the world. And one of the things I learned 
was that, you know, the, the older kids get, the less likely it is that they're going to be adopted and they will simply um, age out of the foster system and be sent out on their own at 18 or when they graduate from high school with no family support. And so consider whether this is something you might want to be um, interested in doing, providing a family for a teenager who needs one uh, on a more, I guess, temporary or local level. You can open your heart and your home to the, your neighbors, invite neighbors to your home for a potluck for a holiday or for a summer barbecue uh, and, you know, to foster relationships that way. Maybe you want to open your home to an exchange student. That's an, a, certainly a way to make a difference in that student's life and also to help make the world a little bit better place as there's um, an opportunity for people from different cultures to get to know each other and um, you know take their good impressions back to other parts of the world. Uh, you can open your home and your heart to people from another country or culture who are living in your area. For instance, uh, immigrants, recent immigrants, or foreign students at a nearby college. I thought of this because uh, when Mike was in graduate school, which wasn't that long ago, uh, when he was working on his master's in engineering, he had several classmates who were from other countries. And he invited a few of them. Obviously, he asked me about it first, and I thought it was a great idea. And he invited several of the, his classmates to our home for Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, there were people there from, I don't remember now if it was two or three different countries, along with our family at this dinner. And we just had a wonderful time getting to know them and talking about different cultural traditions and customs and things. And, and it, to me, it was a great experience. And it's another way to make a difference, not only in their life and our life, but in the world at large, because anytime we can do something that helps people understand each other better, I think that makes a positive difference in the world. And so these are all, you know, I've suggested some ways we can open our home and our hearts to other people, but you can also do that um, with animals. I have friends who foster animals for a, a local animal shelter and take care of them. You know, one, one friend is often posting on, on Facebook little kittens that she's taking care of and, and nurturing until they're available to be adopted by people who want a permanent pet. So in any event, anytime we open our hearts and our homes to other people, we are making a difference uh, in the world at large. It may not be immediately obvious, but I believe it's inevitable. Another way we can make a difference is to run for office, political office, um, whether you know, you may not be ready to run for the president of your country. Maybe you are, and if so, go for it. Uh, but we can make a difference by running for a local office, whether it's the school board, a city council, a county commission, or even mayor. One of my younger sisters, who had zero political experience and only a high school education, um, she saw a need for change in her very small community. And so she decided to run for mayor and 
she got elected. And so she's making a difference there by serving in that capacity, by stepping up and taking that action. Maybe that's something you want to do as well in your town or city. We can make a difference by organizing. And there are lots of things we can organize. We can organize a neighborhood cleanup, a food or clothing drive, organize a book club or or some other type of group where friendships can be built and support and encouragement offered and mutual understanding fostered. I think those are so important. Organize some sort of effort to help refugees or victims of a natural disaster. Anytime we bring a group of people together to serve a cause, whatever that cause might be, it makes a difference not only in the life of the people that, you know, the cause that's being served, but also the people who are working together to do this. That's a great way to build relationships and help increase people's understanding of each other. So those are some of the things that I've thought about, things that we can do, actions we can take to make a difference in the world, whether it's in the, you know, the very near local area or in the world at large. There are tons of other ideas. I actually went on to the internet and Googled, how can I make a difference in my community? And I came up with dozens of articles that suggest simple things we can do to do just that, to make a difference in our community. And I'll link to some of those in the show notes in case you want to check them out. Uh, But some of the ideas they threw out were donate blood, Um, organize a charitable event or a fundraising drive, become a mentor. And um, if you don't know a person you'd like to mentor, uh, one article suggested checking out organizations like Big Brothers and Big Sisters or Futurepreneur or Trudeau Foundation. And I will link to that article um, that offers some of these ideas. Several articles suggested adopting a neighbor, maybe that elderly widow or widower down the street, or the the young mom from your church whose family lives far away, the single parent or military wife next door. Uh, adopt them in the sense of become a part of their lives and and build a relationship with them and find out how can I help you make your life better. Uh, can I run errands? Can I pick up medications? Can I take you to a medical appointment? Can I watch your kids for you for an hour so you can just have a break? Can we simply, you know, can you simply visit with them to talk and listen? Um, but find someone in your nearby neighborhood that you can start to develop a relationship with. You may feel like you're doing it for their benefit, and you are if you're looking for ways to help make their life better, but I believe you will benefit just as much from the relationships that you get that um, get built in that way. In any event, there are tons of ways that we can take action to make a difference in the world at large, the world around us. You've probably heard the saying, be the change you want to see in the world. This is attributed to Mahatma Gandhi, but apparently, I I just learned this uh, in some of my reading, he didn't exactly say that phrase. What he said is this, we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found in the world of our body. If we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. 
This is the divine mystery supreme. A wonderful thing it is, and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. And I love this. The point, I guess, uh, of it and why, why this sort of resonates with me is I believe that if the world is not the place we wish it was, it's, it's on us to be that change, to figure out what needs to change and start with ourselves. Um, you know, from the very beginning of this podcast, our definition of a productive woman hasn't been the woman who gets the most stuff done. It is instead the woman who orders her life in such a way as to maximize her positive impact on the world. Productivity isn't just about successfully managing our homes, our careers, and our personal well-being. It's also about making sure we make time in our life to do good for others, to make a difference in the world outside our own four walls. A productive woman a community of productive women truly can change the world for the better. Now, when facing the grave issues in the world, it's really easy to feel overwhelmed and, and even hopeless and to feel like, well, what can one person do to change the way things are? There are so many areas where help is needed. And it's true that one person can't do everything, but I believe that's no excuse to do nothing as we've talked about before, no matter how far the distance, even small steps in the right direction will eventually get you where you want to go. Even a small step is more effective than no step at all. And if all of us find one thing to do, no matter how small, the cumulative effect on our world will be astounding. I truly believe that. So I encourage you to think about what you can do this week, what you can start doing to make a difference in the world or in the lives of the people that you come in contact with. That's certainly what I'm going to be doing. Um, and so I'd love to know what you think. What are you going to do or what are you doing now to make a difference? I'd love it if you would share your suggestions um, of things that we can all try or consider trying in order to make our world a better place. You can share those ideas or your questions in the comment section of the show notes for this episode, which you will find at theproductivewoman.com slash 401, or post a comment or question on the Productive Woman Facebook page. As always, if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, that's a wonderful place for us to encourage and inspire each other to take the action that will make a difference. Uh, so please, I invite those kinds of, of posts and comments, questions, uh, invitations for, uh, for collaboration or whatever, that, things that we can do to help make a difference. If you'd rather share your thoughts with me privately, you can do that by emailing your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And that is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. You have made such a difference in my life, and I am grateful for you. I look forward to talking with you again. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself, and go make your life matter. Mm-hmm.